Hi, it's Greg and Lucky. And this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed. Oh, this is a terrific day. There's something that I can come uh, out of the closet about and I don't have to feel shame anymore. It is now acceptable to eat dips straight out of the container with a spoon. Who says that? People say it. The right people. (laughs) Doesn't matter who's saying it. The right Right. people are saying it. Okay. Two-thirds of us think it's fine to eat dips straight out of the bowl or container. Yes. Many of us have done it. And I think, listen, we've all taken our finger and cleaned out the inside of the hell of a good right, dip. yes. We've, uh, I certainly am guilty of licking that tinfoil off the top. Just spoon it right into, like yes. onto a chip? I put it right into IV drip. Oh. No, not even into a chip, right out of the container, right, right into my pie hole. to mouth, like yeah. a soup. <laughs> like a, I eat it like a soup. <laughs> <laughs> How's your test go with Dr. Downer, by the way? He didn't call. Really? I think he thinks I'm dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's looking at the chart going, Ven, Ven can't still be alive, could he? Uh, yeah, you went late in the week. You probably thought by the time he got to it on Monday or Tuesday, he was like, well, no point now. <laughs> Check the morning. Yeah, probably. I haven't heard from him, so I don't know. Maybe he is afraid to get a hold of me. <laughs> I got terrible news, Ben. Yeah, maybe you have to, he's like, you have to do it again. There's no way. <laughs> You're still upright? It's like glue in his veins. <laughs> Hope you didn't have any plans for this weekend. You're not going to make it. Um, yeah, now it, it's, I, I guess like for some containers of dip and we've discussed this getting your hand, like when it's near the bottom, the hell of a good dip, the big container, it can get awkward in there. Right. So I have used the spoon to bring it out and they plop it onto a, a chip occasionally, but more often than not, once it's on the spoon, what's the point? <laughs> and shove it on home. <laughs> Um, our favorite things to dip are tortilla chips and then veggies and then potato chips. I would think potato chips would have been top of the list. Yeah, but with the uh, Americans uh, tilting the list, I, I would imagine, because salsa is their, their top condiment. Right, they love it. Yeah. Yeah. So chips and salsa is their favorite. Uh, and pita bread. Okay. Yeah, say Americans, and, and this is uh, slanted to their uh, way of thinking, except veggies are on the list. And as we know, many Americans don't. <laughs> they well, think the potato chip is a veggie. Yeah, carrots and celery sticks with the wings. Yeah. It's funny you mentioned salsa being the top because it is the top pick for uh, for dips you would take to somebody's house. Okay. And you're invited to a barbecue, then guacamole, then a spinach artichoke dip, a buffalo chicken dip, anything buffalo chicken. Mm-mm. And hummus. Hummus shows up on the list. And here's one more stat. Half of us have polished off a whole container of dip ourselves all in one sitting. Wow. Half. The small container or the big one? I don't know. Now, I, I could kill a small one by myself. Easily. Right. But yeah, I, I never in my life, never. <laughs> never, I swear. I've uh, never killed a whole even thing. spooning it in? <laughs> never have. A couple of days, two, two sittings. Back uh, early days of COVID, I believe we were uh, we were introduced to uh, Karens, and uh, boy, they they really sprung up all over the place. And I and I really do feel bad for anybody who is named Karen. I know a Karen, and she's a lovely lady. Right. Yes. I, I would tell her to change it to Kathy or Kara. <laughs> But uh, the Karens, uh, they carry a bad name. They got a stink to them. And uh, they're most of the time, 99.9% of the time, a middle-aged white woman who's snapping at somebody in a store or coffee shop or restaurant. They've also become defenders of the neighborhood. Right. You know, anybody they see that's suspicious, usually a black person, they're calling cops and screaming at them. And uh, once again, we've met a a real top-notch Karen. (laughs) 
Karen. 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 You what? Why did you do that? Why did you do that, Karen? She's alarming but disarming and a really very charming modern girl. Karen. Illegal search. What are you right now sitting out here doing? I'm minding my own business. What are you doing? I don't think you are minding your own business. Okay, what do you think I'm doing? I'm not really sure, but I'll figure it out. I'm probably where I live. What the f*** are you doing right now? I'm standing outside my house. You're standing outside of my house. Why are you standing outside of your house doing what you're doing? I don't think that's any of your concern, what I'm doing. Well, you're doing something. Uh, why don't you go back to your house and I'll be at my house? You sound like an idiot. You walked over from your house, standing in front of me at my house, yeah, trying did. to tell me I'm Absolutely, an idiot? Absolutely, I did. Good job. So what are you doing? I think I'm doing none of your business. <laughs> Bye. It's called being black, folks. She can't get out of the gate. She's not, she can't get out of the gate. Karen. 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 You what? Why did you do that? Why did you do that, Karen? She's alarming but disarming and a really very charming modern girl. Karen. Some kind of patience. He was very patient with her. Now, this is a black man with his children on his front lawn playing like Pokemon Go with Oh, them. wow, really? And uh, it looks like it's uh, from the video, kind of, it's early evening. It's the sun starting to set. And I think Karen had gotten into the Chardonnay. <laughs> and a middle-aged uh, white woman and Chardonnay don't always mix well. <laughs> Now, the, the the strange thing in all of this is, I guess, he lives in a gated community, and she probably does as well, but or maybe doesn't because she had to go in and out of the gate. So maybe she lives, like, on another block down the road, but she somehow stumbled from her house to his house to, to start questioning about what he was doing. Wow. It's so very strange. And, like, do you think the next morning when she wakes up with a bit of a fat head from the Chardonnay, because you can hear it in her voice, and you did do you think she realizes and sees it in herself? Do you think she feels any shame? Probably not. I, I think she probably sees her as a defender of the neighborhood, and, right. and, and she's the caring one mm. uh, who's who's taking care of others and seeing to their safety. You're probably right. You know, rather than infringing on anyone's you know space or rights. It's so. It's so crazy. And you know, we we've seen so many of them. It's an entitlement. I think it, it right? totally is. Yeah. And, the, the, you know, nowadays, everybody's got their cell phone, so everything gets recorded in video. But I'm sure there's been lots of instance, instance where there's been Karens doing stupid things that right. we haven't seen. Right. They're among us, Lucky. Or men, too. I mean, the, what are the Terries? I think. The Terries, yeah. Right. They're called Terries because what was the stat that was the one year, like in the 50s or something, uh, where the most baby names, the most popular was Karen and then Terry was the oh, most okay. popular football. But there are Terrys, but I don't think they're to the numbers of the, of the Karens. I mean, dudes do some dumb things. Right. But they're usually uh, at, like, at freedom rallies. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Terrys are at those events. Do you know the difference, Lucky, between a moonroof and a sunroof? Uh, I think one of them opens, right? That's right. Sunroof, sunroofs open all the way. Okay. And moonroofs do not. We call big movies blockbusters because giant bombs from World War II were called blockbusters. And over time, the word evolved to describe anything on a massive scale. Oh. So that's why that's the name of those things. 
Seven uh, Eleven got its name from its original hours in 1946. It was open from 7 a.m. to 11 p.m. So okay, Seven Eleven. Never had anything to do with the seven days a week thing. No, it's not just right. The time. The reason a whip cracks is because its tip is moving fast enough to break the sound barrier and cause a small sonic boom. Oh, right never, on your uh, tush. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've never tried to crack a whip because I just know it would come back and catch me in oh, the eye. Oh, wow, for sure. You ever thrown a boom, boomerang? Uh, well, I've thrown one. Did Have it I, come back? No. No. The English word that's used the most is... The F bomb, <laughs> probably. I bet it's up there on the at least top twenty. Uh, the word is the. Okay. Yeah. Then the the word B and A of. Those are the words used most in the, in the English language. U isn't in there. Why O you? No, I that would be way up there. Also because of its use along with the F bomb. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, it's not there. As far as, I mean, these are in top five. Right. I mean, it's, probably, it's probably in the top 20, I would think. Uh, the J and jaywalking is a 1920s slang term for idiot. So oh. jaywalking means idiot walking. I always thought it was the motion you make because you're kind of weaving. Right. That you, you look like you're making a J. Right. Because you're playing Frogger between the cars. No, it's idiot walking. And there's a lot of idiots walking early in the morning, crossing the road in, like, nothing but black hoodies and black pants. I noticed that as well. And I, and I, there's been a few times where they've really startled me. Like, I've just caught them out of the corner of my eye. Right. Well, I mean, listen, any time of day downtown, you'll find idiot walkers because yeah. everyone's buried into their phones and no one obeys the rules of the road. Yeah. I guess uh, Friday, it was funny, people were commenting that actually uh, people were up walking with their heads up, looking yeah. ahead of them and <laughs> making eye contact with others. It'd be very startling. They still weren't looking down at the phone to see if it had started working yet? Please, please turn on. Yeah, no. You turn one billion seconds old four months before your 32nd birthday. So when you're 31 years, 251 days, 13 hours, 34 minutes, and 55 seconds old, you're officially 1 billion seconds old. Wow. That's a lot of candles on that cake. That's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I saw, did I tell you this? I saw a good little trick. You know, with birthday cakes now, one of the things that's really gross is when someone blows out their candles and spits all over right, the cake. Yes. Right, yes. Especially with kids. And so the new trick is you sing happy birthday and then they take like a paper plate and the wind action blows oh, out the candles. Oh, okay. It's a good trick to stop anybody from... Harking all over the cake. Right. What else do we have here? Oh, I like this one. This is good. There's a town named Hooker. (laughs) (laughs) And its slogan is, it's a location, not a vocation. (laughs) Happy Amazon Prime Day. If you're going to be doing some shopping, it's uh, it's probably a big day for many people, much like uh, Cyber Monday and uh, the Black Fridays and... Two days, in fact. It's t- today's day one of two. Oh, is it two days? Yeah. Oh, wow. you got to pace yourself. Uh-huh. Yeah. Now, are you one when you go out and buy stuff because you, you like to shop? Will you go out and just buy, say, like two or three pairs of pants and a few tops and the, the sweaters and shirts and shoes and then take them all home and try them on and figure it out and then go, all right, well, half of it's going back and I'm keeping half? No, I don't think I buy the, that much in terms of clothing mm. and, and if i do it's usually something that i already have something of and i'm just replacing mm. so i just buy the same thing again 
Um, I, you know, I, I am guilty of being like a sales shopper and like a, a last minute purchaser. Right. Right. And so some of those things I'll buy or I'll see something that's on sale. And I'll be like, ah, oh, I got to pick this up because mm. it's a really good deal. And I'm not sure if we need it. So I'll end up having to take it back. Right. Right. Yeah. I, uh, I just hate shopping in general. And even when we, when I know there's something we could use or need, the cheapness just comes out of me. Like, I just, it drives me crazy to spend the money. Like, you know, Maria and I, for example, I have this really old chainsaw, this 10-inch chainsaw. And when, in my neighborhood, when the the city took down some trees, it was good hardwood. So it's been sitting under my deck for campfires and that kind of thing. And I got to I gotta chop them up. I got to use the chainsaw. But the chainsaw is old, needs some uh, some oil, and it needs some adjusting of the chain, which I know how to do. Just can't get around to doing it because I'm lazy. I, you know, <laughs> I only have like 16 available hours a day. <laughs> yes, of course. Anyhow, so... Maria needed something at the Canadian Tire. I needed the oil for this chainsaw. We go to Canadian Tire. Should have been like a $25 bill. Ends up being a $250 shopping experience. Because we end up buying a an outdoor cooler for beer. And I know we've always said, you know, we have a lot of people over with the pool. And it's nice to put the drinks outside in the cooler. I'm like, but really, do we have to spend this $170 on this thing? Like, why? No. She sees things and thinks, well, we need it. Let's just get it. Right. I'm like, well, do we really need it? We have a beer fridge. People, oh, I don't want people going in the gross garage to the beer fridge. I'm like, oh, who cares? <laughs> or I'll go get them the beer. <laughs> I, could, I could use the exercise anyhow. Now you're out slugging ice around to try and fill this thing yeah, up all the time. Yeah, that's I'm going to spend $500 in ice now. <laughs> so that type of thing uh, drives me crazy when it comes to shopping. I really just get what I need and I leave. Uh-huh. You know, I needed the Had I gone myself, I would have bought the motor oil. Uh, the chainsaw oil, and just come on, and that would have been that. Right. And anytime I see Maria coming through the parking lot with a cart, I know I'm in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> and I like, and I'm so hesitant to return. We're not hesitant. I just I procrastinate on it a mm. lot too, because I'll, I'll be like, ah, I, I gotta wait until I need something else in the store. Right. Right. Because I don't want to go in and then return that, and then it's like, oh, I found money. <laughs> I gotta go spend this somewhere. Yeah. People are asked about returning things, and and almost all of us say we just hate returning. It's the worst part of the entire shopping experience. And and you know, lots of times too, I've I've said to Maria because she also will go out and buy like a bunch of clothes as we were just talking about, and then come home, try them all, and take half of them back. Which of course, when I'm balancing the visa and paying it, makes life really simple, right? Because I pay off her shopping spree, and then I go back two weeks later, and there's all these returns. Now I got to figure <laughs> out how do I. Anyhow, that's my life. Um. But yeah, so 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 one thing at a time for me, and uh, usually I just keep it. Although I must admit, I can't remember the last time I even bought myself anything in like, regards to clothing. Like literally, it's got to be decades. Wow. Yeah, it's got to be. I mean, I I'm wearing, for example, I have golf shoes that I wear. Right. To this day, I wore them last night. I got them for free in the '90s. Yeah. I'm still wearing them. But you change your shoes every year, right? Don't you buy any pair of shoes every year? Your uh, summer uh... summer shoes. Well, I do it begrudgingly, and Maria buys them for me. Okay, you know, yeah. So yeah, I'm just I'm just not a I'm just not a shopper, as you can tell by most of most of my attire. It is crazy. Like you'll see people with golf shoes. You you'll hear them coming because they're still wearing like the hard spikes. <laughs> <laughs> like they like hang on to golf shoes, and I'm just as guilty. I've got a, a few pairs, but the ones that I've broken in are really comfy. Mm. I continue to wear. 
But, you know, the, the, the spikes are down to, like, just nubs now. Nothing, like you're yeah. basically out there in a bowling shoe swinging around. I remember once going to, like, Golf Town or something and trying to buy a package of the replacement spikes. <laughs> and they're like, um, we don't sell those oh, anymore. Thankfully, they've given up. Because I remember when I worked in golf, that everyone would bring these in, like, oh, I want to, uh, I want to change my spikes. Yeah. And it, you know, you have spikes that have been sitting in there with like dried up dirt for thirty years. Dog poop. <laughs> and oh, you're yeah. trying to get these things out. I even bought the tool once. Yeah, oh, yeah. The special little tool to take the spikes out. I think it's in my golf bag. That's <laughs> nice to see uh, people are traveling again and get back to stories of tourists doing dumb stuff. A uh, fella tried to take a selfie of himself. And fell into an active volcano. <laughs> Moron. <laughs> he was at uh, Mount Vesuvius in Italy. And it, that thing hasn't erupted since like 1944. He and three family members hiked up to the rim without buying a ticket and took a route you're not allowed to be on. All right. He took a selfie and while they were up there and he dropped his phone into the volcano. But it didn't fall very far. So he thought he could climb down and get it. Oh, no. And that's when he fell in. Now, you already get a picture of these people. They didn't buy their tickets. They t- they went on a route they're not supposed to go. Yes. They, they basically, the rules aren't written for them. Gotcha. They're Americans, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> you know, not that I'm uh, judging or painting everybody with a brush. There's uh, no lava or anything inside of the volcano, so he wasn't seriously hurt, but he ended up with cuts and bruises on his arms and back and had to be rescued. He and his three family members were all charged with trespassing. Oh, okay. So good. And uh, from experience, I can tell you, you get a ticket in Italy. Yeah, you're they're coming for it. You're, they're going to pay. You're going to pay. You're going to pay. <laughs> Are you all paid up now? Yeah, I do. yeah. They they because uh, they ended up sending it to a collection agency out of Winnipeg. Oh, really? Well, actually, I think the collection agency probably went and bought them all up because yeah. I think that's what they do, right? They go buy them all up, and then they uh, now that it's on Canadian soil, I had no choice. I did, you know. Because for the longest time, my lawyer just kept telling me to ignore it, which I, you know, because his theory, and I don't know if all lawyers work this way, is just ignore it until they drag your arse into court. Gotcha. You know, then we'll deal with it there. We'll plead it out and we'll, (laughs) I'll get paid and we can all go home. (laughs) Uh, And so for the longest time, I I did. I had like rules in the house about don't answer the door if, uh, you know, somebody from the post office is ringing. Anytime somebody came up the driveway, it was lights out, curtains pulled, everybody hit the deck. (laughs) But you can't live like that forever. No, it's a tough way to live. And, and it would really, like, it, it ate at me for the longest time because I'd get home and there'd be another uh, thing from the post office that I have something that I got to sign for. Wow. And I would just ignore those. I wouldn't even go collect them because I just knew. And this is all what, like, the, uh, like, photo radar, right? Yeah. And it was like six speeding tickets over two weeks. Wow. That I didn't even realize I had gotten and, and thought was all just a scam. And again, like I was getting these, um, well, here's a little tip for you if you're going to travel to Europe and you're going to rent a car. I don't know about other countries, but I, I would assume if Italy has photo radar, probably other European countries do as well. But um, I was getting these uh, these um, bills on my visa, like through July, August, September, and maybe even into the October. We had gone in, in early June, and, and they would show from Hertz Rent-A-Car Italy, and it would be like 30 euros mm. every time. It's about 50 bucks or something. Right. And, of course, I, you know, being lazy and like, oh, is this a... Oh, and then I know what happened. Then I get that on the visa. And then, like, a few days later, an actual statement will arrive in the mail. And it would show Polisa, Italy, this, that. And I think, okay, I I must have got a speeding ticket. So that's the 30 bucks. Yeah. And that's the speeding ticket. 
So it would just be on my visa, and I paid it. And then that happened like six times over about three months. <laughs> and so finally I got off the couch and I made a phone call. I looked up Hertz Rent-A-Car customer service. And they, you know, put me through to a bunch of different people. And finally I get a hold of some woman and I explain my story. And she goes, oh, those, uh, those aren't the uh, speeding tickets. That's just our um, charge to you Your for processing giving, fee. To giving it to the cops wow. over there. Then the fines started arriving. And they were like 200 euros, 600 euros, 300 euros. Wow. It all added up to, I think about, I want to say it's somewhere between like 1,800 bucks and two grand and $2,200. Yeah. And uh, I ignored it and ignored it. And then finally this collection agency got a hold of me. And in a very colorful conversation, <laughs> at first I was like, I was like, there's no bleeping, bleeping way I'm paying this. And, and the, the guy, obviously one of the worst jobs in the world to work yeah. at a collection agency because you're not ever having a nice conversation with anybody. Um, he just very calmly said, all right, we'll see you in court, dude. Yeah. And I went, okay, I'll pay. <laughs> I'll pay. <laughs> so I paid once and I gave him my visa number. And I think the first was like 1200 bucks or something. And then doesn't somebody else from the agency call me like three days later saying that I got another outstanding thing for like another 800 bucks. Oh my goodness. And now I think I'm being hosed by this collection agency. Right. Yeah. So again, another long, colorful conversation. All right, dude, we'll see you in court. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and I never heard from them again, so I guess I'm, uh, I'm all cleared up and never going to Italy again. But at least I didn't fall into a volcano. That's true. Rock Mornings with, with Craig, Craig Venn and Lucky. Lucky. 94.9 The Rock.